0: We're back, dude. Episode 90 of the pod, Cynical OP. Welcome back, Cineops. Not official name, but welcome back anyways, dude. Um Man, dude, I want to kick something off on a positive note for me. Uh and it's and please like lower your your uh your enthusiasm because it's really not that good. But the <laughs> The news got released from themselves. Keenan and Kel, at good burger two. Is in the works now. Am I excited about the movie? Sure, why not? But not that really. But it's like okay, I'll check it out because it's gonna stream on Paramount Plus. So it's like, you know, that's fine. That's good. You know, I don't think giving it a theatrical release. Uh, I don't know, I don't know if they want to see those numbers, but hey, fucking maybe it'll, people, people will come out, and maybe on the streaming services they'll release um numbers, or or just say it did really well, I don't know, Um so, that isn't the good part, here's the good part, okay, when they were on, they were on Jimmy Fallon talking about it, like they're gonna release the news or whatever, and Kel is talking about now. If if you're if you're a true cineop and you listened, or if you don't have any good memory, that's fine too. But I mentioned that one of the songs. There's like two or three songs that like gets me out of a bad mood. Like if I'm if I'm feeling kind of down, I'll listen to a song, and it just I'll listen to like two or three of these songs, and it'll pick me right back up. Now one of these songs is a song that Kel Mitchell wrote himself, and that was performed with Lesson Jake. Dude, (laughs) now the backstory is Kel wrote it, took it to the, the, the Nickelodeon execs, which I mean, dude, I would love to get a look at the Nickelodeon execs. Like what the fuck do these guys look like? You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure they're just regular normal guys, but a part of me wants to believe one of them's wearing like a, like a spiral tie. Another one's, they all have like slime in their pocket, which they squish every now and again for a joke um one of them's got those like glasses with the eyes popping out with like the little slinky things you know it'd be it'd be nice but obviously they're probably blood-sucking corporate pigs anyways um so he took this song to them they loved it and and then he mentioned that he gets he gets money every time it gets played so i'm like fuck yeah Although I don't know if it's on any platform that I can help support him. I play it off YouTube, I don't know if it gets any money for that. I think somebody else plays it on their account. So I don't think Kel's collecting the dollars on that, but we'll see. Hopefully. Anyways, that song, dude, gets me out of any bad mood ever. You know? It's just so like the the music's uplifting, like Lesson Jake wrote a really good uh, you know, song. And then Kel with the lyrics just made it cool. I I mean, it was a super positive song. And now he talks about that uh, when he was talking to Jimmy Fallon. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, that's what he wanted to do. And he accomplished it, dude. Because I love that song. It's like, it's not even a guilty pleasure. It's like, I'm telling you right now, that song is the best. Um, Every time I hear it, it puts me in the best mood. So, no, so it was cool. And then they performed it a little bit. And I was like, damn. Like that's what i needed dude you know like i I mean good burger too sure why not i'll take it but just to hear that song being played and then to know that like a little bit of the backstory of it was fucking cool it makes me love that song even more and you know your boy played it the next day on the way to work you know just getting hyped for the day so and it looks like some of the cast is coming back but i don't know Ooh. The the manager of Good Burger was not so good in real life, dude. I mean, he had a lot of burgers, but he wasn't as good in life. Uh, what was that? I forgot the guy's name, but apparently he was kind of uh, a little perverted around the, the, uh, the cast of people from Nickelodeon. Um, like, I think one of them, one of the kids, uh, like, was Amanda Bynes. And, like, obviously now she's fucking... Dude, it just came out. She had, like, a psychotic break, and she was running around naked and shit. And, like... You know, I'm, I'm no longer on the thing of, like, these fucking people are crazy fucking idiots. I'm like, I don't know what happened to them when they were younger, and plus they were going through fame. And, you know, who, who knows what their parents were like? Like, I've heard some stories of people's parents, like, taking their money, uh, you know, kind of treating them like, oh, well, you know, hey, I'm the parent, and... It is kind of crazy though how god-awful amount of money they get for doing, like, a commercial or a show. But, fuck it, if they're if they're making the money, you know, that's cool. But the parents sometimes will be like, uh, well, I'm taking you to these places. You owe us a little bit. There has been some stories like that. So I don't know her story exactly, Amanda Bynes. But I know she was there when that fucking – let me see this guy's name, dude. I got a – because there's, like, a whole small – like, a mini documentary on YouTube about this guy – Um and I swear I know his name on the tip of my tongue, but of course it's one of those things during the pot I can't think, man. I only got so much energy in my mind to 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 improv off top and then some some of these things I gotta look up. Okay, his name Oh that's because they fucking have his photo missing from IMDb. Dan Schneider. Okay. Not to be confused with Rob Schneider, but this is a different Schneider. Um so, he was in charge. Uh, he, uh, he was a big like producer or whatever at Nickelodeon. Like he got a lot of these shows made. He was in charge of all that. King and Kel, uh What do you call it? The Good Burger movie. Um, what? What? I don't even know what other Nickelodeon shows there were after that. Uh, but anyways, oh the Amanda uh, Bind show, whatever. Uh, figure it out. All these shows he was like the producer on. So he was. Behind it, and so, there was on that little documentary, you can check it out, but for the smallest amount that I know, it's basically, he would, it seemed like he was grooming the kids, like, he, I think there was a story of, like, where he had them come to, like, his house. Here's a fucking freaky thing, is, if you're a parent, and an older guy, like a producer says, yeah, I want your daughter, your son but let's face it these creeps are like well maybe i don't know fucking who knows these creeps are like bring your daughter bring your son but we're gonna chill in a hot tub like bring a bathing suit now if he was like and please come along number one i go hey guy what are you talking about like what 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 environment is that for a meeting your house and a hot tub no thank you but uh what's her name miranda cosgrove i don't know how i pulled that one out of my improv head but she talked about that like yeah she went one time and it was in a bathing suit and she wanted like he said he wanted like their feet exposed which at the same time if you're in a hot tub you're gonna have your feet exposed so I don't know what that's all about but anyways he had like a foot thing like he never from from all these people's accounts never really did anything like I don't think he touched them inappropriately but he was just super weird and that's just almost as bad like just you giving off the energy you're like what are you actually fulfilling uh elsewhere you know what I mean what else are you doing so then he uh Dan Schneider when all that shit came out he ended up like leaving Nickelodeon on his own terms like they made it as like a mutual break but it was honestly like hey dude like you're getting fucking you've been weird and it's but the, and then the also crazy thing is that, like you know all these other people knew about it but they just what were they gonna say right and that's the fucked up thing when people like you knew about it and you didn't say anything it was like yeah but dude who fucking knows what was happening back then obviously bill cosby harvey weinstein all these other shits were like people were getting away with shit because nobody wanted to talk because either they had too much power to silence them or like they knew they would nobody would believe them because of how powerful these people were right i mean and i'm not saying what's his name dan schneider had power but he had money, maybe, and that brings you a little bit of power, so, you know, nobody really spoke up, I guess, until recently, and honestly, I don't even think, like, it, I think it took this documentary to, for people to come forward, like, some of these stars to come forward, I know, what's her name, um, dude, I'm fucking forgetting these names, uh, she, she was on that show, and then she, Ariana Grande, thank you, I think she has some shit to say about Uh, Dan Schneids, but, you know, like, (laughs) keeping it in, um, she had a few things to say about him, and it was just weird, you know, but it's crazy, man, like, I don't know who's, who's doing the, the headhunting now over there, who's producing all the Nickelodeon stuff, plus I I don't even know if Nickelodeon's a thing anymore, maybe it is, I'm not a child, so I don't, I don't watch it, but, you know, a lot of the greatest TV shows that I watched gr- growing up were on that channel, so, naturally, Good Burger was one of those movies, man, that was just, it was, it was a banger of a movie, Mondo Burger, you know what I mean, and what's hilarious is, like, Mondo Burger, as much as it was, like, a whole gag, see, that's the thing I always talk about, is, like, it's it's funny until it's real, and then you go, like, they predicted it. It's like, no, I think what you're thinking of is, like, people sit around, they joke, like, what if there was a burger place that made, like, the hugest burgers? And it's like, and then that ended up happening anyways, like, in real life? Like, I don't know, obviously, I think Fuddruckers has been around for a long time. It's just a place, you know, where they make a huge burger for you to consume, and you can kind of make it, like, Subway style, but you can add whatever you want. But that was the whole thing, like fast food restaurants. And let, let's put those restaurants aside, right? These these gimmicky restaurants where it's like fucking ten pound burger. Come make it yourself. Die in the same seat you're eating in. Like, let's forget all that. Let's just talk about like fast food. You know, they, Mondo Burger was putting preservatives and chemicals in their food that made it like so big, and people were eating it like with a fucking smile on their face and that's exactly what the fast food people are doing now they pumped all this meat and shit uh with preservatives and and steroids and all that i mean not the meat itself but like the animals and stuff but and it's funny because it's like yeah all that shit ended up coming true and i'm t- I'm telling you dude uh, as- with satire it, it it is until it isn't you know like it's funny until, and then it becomes reality, right, because eventually we just, I guess, the, the world, as we know, gets pretty satirical, so, um, I'm gonna change the name of this podcast to Satirical Optimist, all right, but, no, it's cool, man, um, they're coming out with the movie, um, I'm gonna fucking check it out, of course, you know, you know me, I got the fucking nostalgia bug, you can't release anything without me, like, getting hyped on it, I mean, I won't, buy into it anymore as much as i used to but you know i appreciate certain stuff because all these reboots man it's just not what it's gonna what you want it to be because it can't be because it's a different time like uh they just announced two uh like a new power rangers movie but on netflix featuring some of the old cast because uh you know that's obviously what you have to do, you know? And dude, okay, look, I don't know yet. We don't know yet, but um, Homie died, who was the Green Ranger, okay? Forgive me, I don't know his name, but you know who I'm talking about. I hope before he died, he got to do this movie. That would be, I would be, dude, cherry on top. You know, that would be amazing. Hopefully, you know, it was done in time, but if, if it wasn't, that's a fucking bummer that he died and he dude he was all about it you know and I think he had died from suicide I don't know I gotta look into that a little bit more uh if I if I was a more legit podcast with microphones and a laptop in front of me I'd search it quicker uh or like a tv that you know if this is on video I could pull up in a small screen on the side you could also read along with me but I don't so you know we're grassroots and yeah, man. Hopefully, he got to be in that movie before he died. But uh, if he didn't, I would, dude. I would be pissed. I'd be so pissed to be like, I had this career, and I had been, I've kind of been living off of it for a little bit at these pop culture cons, whatever you want to call them. And when they finally make a movie, I check out, and it could have been the biggest fucking thing yet, dude. Because he was he was so about it, uh, I knew some people who had went to those, and met him, and said he was a super nice guy, he was really cool, and he didn't mind the whole, like, you know, him being associated with that, because, um, as far as I know, that's kind of all he's been known for, and look, man, I mean, I think if, if he had ended it for stardom reasons, or, like, for it not working out as much as he wanted it to, I mean, that just goes along with anybody, right, like, I mean, people have killed themselves in the in, you know when they lose a lot in the stock market or when they lose a lot in in investments that they put most of their life savings in. So it goes you know all the way through where it could be like I, I put everything into something and it didn't work out, and now you feel that uh, you feel that like depression or that shame or that the failure, and it and it can be heavy, dude. I, I get it. You know what I mean. Um, unfortunately, you know he. Again, I, I I don't know. Let me see. His it's uh, his name is You know, on IMDb they list Alpha with Richard Steven Horvitz as the first guy. I'm like, the first guy on here? Um, let me see. Where's dude? How deep? Okay, Jason David Frank. Uh, let's see if I can we're going to do is we got some time. We got some time to kill. So, uh, chill with me here. Okay, so cause of death. Yeah, it was death by suicide. Um, it says, friend, uh, tsh, tsh, tsh. plan I made the pair's efforts to rekindle. Oh, I don't know. I'm not too sure what. Um, I don't know what it was for, but But, yeah, you know, um, I'm hoping he got to do the movie, man. I'm hoping that's the big reveal that he got to do that. You know, it sucks when somebody takes their own life, but we'll see. We'll see what happens when this movie comes out. I know that they're they're bringing back Homeboy, the Red Ranger, who's played by Austin St. John. They're bringing back Blue Ranger, David Yost. Um, And they're bringing back... And I'm, and I'm not racist for this, but he is the Black Ranger, Walter Emmanuel Jones, alright? That was, dude, that was the 90s being racist, okay? Yellow Ranger was T. Trang. Uh, is she alive? Oh, she died. Because in the trailer, that makes so much sense. In the trailer, they are, uh, I mean, I'm not spoiling anything. It, Rita Repulsive comes back, not played by Elizabeth Banks, by the way, um... And, like, I guess it takes, it's like, uh, it's basically like they've never not been Power Rangers. They're in their 40s and 50s, like, still being Power Rangers. Because, you know, fuck it. Like, they got the suits on pretty that sure The suits makes them, <laughs> internally makes them youthful. I don't know. But in the beginning of it, it starts off that they kill the Yellow Ranger. Which, she died in 2001. Dude, get this. She died September 3rd. 2001 and you know what dude uh i what a what a way to go okay because dude imagine yes besides dying you don't even know september 11th happened so you're like oh it's been all good and gravy like sure a a few hiccups throughout you know your time here uh but ultimately dude like she was uh she was almost she was almost thirty, so she was twenty eight she was twenty eight when she died very young, very tragic but dude September third two thousand one she didn't even know September eleventh happened. She lived through the the most of the seventies the eighties the nineties she was born seventy three dude like what what a couple decades dude that's that's great like I'm not celebrating her death whatsoever i'm just saying dude because after 2000 september 11 2001 shit got different bro shit got different and imagine dying before then you didn't see any of that that's got to be that's got i mean look again i'm not trying to say her death was cool or anything i'm just saying like dude imagine like you didn't see the world post september 11th like it, okay, we're we're talking about silver linings here, and I don't know how we fucking got here, but we're here now, dude. <laughs> so this all started from Good Burger, Nickelodeon, and all this pop culture shit, dude. As, as good as it is, it as good as it is, nostalgia is a motherfucker, dude. They'll make you, it'll make you think shit. You're like, but. You know, of course, that too, I'm going to check out everything. I'll take a little sample of everything, okay? I'm going to give a little taste. I give everything a little, just a little taste, a little sample, you know? You want to, you want, because I don't know. I mean, I'm going to watch the whole Good Burger movie, and unless he wrote a new song with Less Than Jake that is even better than the one he currently wrote, I don't know. And then, you know, the Power Rangers thing. I, dude, it feels like everybody's kind of getting, like, a renaissance back. You know what I mean? Like, we talked about last step. Brendan Fraser, Quan Kwan. Uh, you got uh, Keanu Reeves. Some would argue Keanu Reeves never had a comeback, but come on, he kind of did. Like, nobody was fucking with him for a little bit. Uh, now the Power Ranger guys, um, you know, it's kind of cool, man. I I hope it all works out for them. And, dude, like, Kel, Kel Mitchell, like, he killed it in a movie called Mystery Men. If you haven't, dude, if you haven't seen Mystery Men, did you even grow up in the 90s? Dude, that is such a, it's a perfect, it was like, I wish, dude, there was like, uh, and I could be wrong, don't come after me for this, but I wish there was a series of comics for the Mystery Men, just obscure I mean, dude, because in the movie, they, they have just random-ass superheroes with random powers that aren't really powers, but kind of are. Like, one person has a real power. I'm not going to tell you who. You got to check it out for yourself, because it's, it's a good-ass movie, man. Like, anytime Mystery Man is on, just like Goodfellas, dude, I'll stop, and I'll and I'll watch it, like, straight up. It's that good of a movie. Ben Stiller, you have Janine Garofalo, and uh, you have uh, Hank Azaria, Kel Mitchell... Um, who else, um, it's a very movie, movie-heavy pod today, um, or character naming, yeah, Ben Stiller, William H. Macy, I mean, that dude from, uh, Shameless, you had, uh, Paul Rubens, better known as Pee Wee Herms, um, Greg Kinnear, dude, uh, who, was Eddie Izzard, he was in everything. You know? So no, it's a super good movie. Uh, man, super nostalgic up too. Fucking well, that's what we're doing. I guess uh I guess I'll move it on, but we'll move it on to this next topic, dude. Look, Nike, SB, and Jordan did a shoe. Now I know what you're thinking. I know, actually, don't know what you're thinking. Let me tell you what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking cool, sick, great, about 10 years late. Okay. They're doing the Jordan 4 in a in a like kind of like a white, gray, green silhouette that they released in March, kind of like ugh, kind of like a St. Patrick's Day look. Dude, my favorite color is green, but god damn it, do I hate wearing green on a shoe? That's it. Like I have a pair of Nikes that I absolutely love, and it has some green in it and that's, it's like the check is green, and I was like, fuck it, I'll do them, but dude, green on a shoe is rough to me, okay, it's like, you're just like, hey, look at me, you know, although I appreciate the collaboration, I feel like this shit is so late, man, like, of course, people are gonna eat it up, but like, you missed a whole, I feel like a whole decade of people, like, I'm, I'm considered a millennial, I guess, I don't, I hate these fucking terms of Gen Z when they, like, group a bunch of people. I hate that shit. Like, we're just fucking people born in different time periods. You have to attach us to some, whatever, some era of fucking up. And, you know, you have to group us all in. Like, these guys are fucking up. They're called millennials. I do think we are the worst generation, though. Uh, By far, though, because we had it so good. And then, when it got took taken away from us, we were like, "Hey, who fucking who turned off the lights to our lives here?" and then they were like and then when they turned it back on, they were like, "Oh, you can't afford to buy a house or basic utilities. oh shit, it's gonna cost way more, but we're gonna keep paying you the fucking same because you know there's we've gone a war and, and we've been there for almost twenty years or actually 20 years, and, uh, yeah, so what's up, it's like, this isn't the same place I I left, they're like, well, fucking, hi, so, um, and, and then when the lights got turned on, we were like, uh, okay, and we try to adjust as best we can, you know, like, when you show up to a party, and everybody's like, not who you hang out with and you're kind of just hoping your friends, like you're texting your friends like hey where are you guys and they're like no, oh, yeah we're at this we're at this party but we're gonna be there after the next party like fuck I don't know anybody here and then you slowly warm up to people as you take a shot or something they're like oh give this weird dude a shot and you're like I'm the fucking weird guy anyways let's let's move it along um yeah dude 10 years ago this would have killed I would have fucking bought them in a heartbeat like now you don't have to do shit based on me, right? It's, the world doesn't revolve around me. But I'm just saying, I know that a bunch of what I, I'll quote, I'll put in quotations, like a lot of true sneakerheads uh, would have appreciated now. These true sneakerheads, since they're true sneakerheads, they're still going to buy them. Your boy isn't a true sneakerhead. I was, but then, you know, I fucking revoked my own card, pulled my own shit. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to keep doing this because... It never ends because next month they're going to release another one and another one. Something better and better just, you know, because they got to keep getting your money. So they're going to give you something. They're going to be like the Jordan X Michael Jackson X Nike. You know, they'll call it the 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 double Michael. Then they'll release the Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, Michael Scott X, Mi- X Nike SB called the triple Michael. You know, they're going to give you something each month. It doesn't matter like... They they need you foaming at the mouth, coming back for more. What, they're going to stop it like this? No, dude, they're going to give you the Scottie Pippen X-Nike SB. They're going to give you the LeBron Nike SB. They're going to give you the Allen Iverson Nike SB. Whatever they can do, they're going to do it to get you dollars, kid. All right? That's all it is. It's about dollar signs. Now, of course, of course, since it's Nike SB, it's only going to be sold in shops, which is cool, right? Um... And then with that comes all these little, you know, extra bullshit to to the reseller, not to the skateboarder who actually wants to buy them and actually skate them, right? Now that, like, uh, skate shops kind of rule, like the Nike SB law, if you will, they have the wear all to deny people who want to buy these shoes because, you know, with that's the thing when you get a skateboarder to open up a skate shop and they're allowed to sell something as cool as nike sb they're gonna make their own fucking rules because it's always been fuck you to like everybody else so you know resellers in my opinion i think a lot of skateboarders could agree with me are kind of like jocks in our industry like they're the guys who buy it just to resell it and to resell and resell it because in my opinion nike sb puts out the best collabs ideas you know they they i feel like they put out like dunks but like what was the last hit that a dunk had was a panda dunk i mean it's just black and white like what so fucking basic so nike sb has you know the best ideas when it comes to stuff and i get why people want to resell them because they can make some money off of it but so these skate shop owners are like denying people from buying them or you know resellers and recently one came up Where this guy was like, my order got canceled from Exodus Skate Shop, which I've ordered from those guys before, and they're super cool. Um, And an email came through, they're like, we checked your page, you're a reseller, so we're not going to sell them to you. And Nike allows that to happen, which is fucking cool too, because it's got to be fair game or it's fucking bullshit, right? And other people were like, yeah, but, you know... Whatever, if I'm gonna get a come up, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Yeah, I get it. But if the controller, which is Nike, says, Hey, you can deny people anything, dude, you best believe these skate shop owners are gonna be like, Fuck yeah, like, fuck you, you're a reseller. Like, and the guy's like, I'm not even a reseller. Like, he retweeted it, I guess. um And it was like, I'm not even a reseller. And then you go to his Instagram page, this motherfucker is a legit reseller. <laughs> like, he has one photo of his family and the rest of like, Cause you know, fucking uh, whoever posted a complex hypebeast, whoever put the guy's fucking Instagram on, <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, you are clearly a reseller. So they're like, now nah, we're not gonna sell these to you, which is cool. And uh, and in some shops, are even like, okay, if you buy them, you gotta you gotta wear them out, or you have to uh, kickflip in them. You know, you have to ruin ruin them a little bit because they they're like, fuck you, man, you are not making a uh, more money off of our culture. You know, it's appreciated, but also, who gives a shit? Um, and dude, I remember there was this one video I forgot what shoe specifically had came out But they showed these guys they, they were fucking like walking like ducks To not like crease their shit Or like it was hilarious Some of them were selling the shoes without the boxes Which also brings down the value It's fucking ruthless out there dude But uh, you know don't be a fucking reseller I guess Don't try to make extra money <laughs> That's what Nike And that's what these shops are trying to tell you But, I mean, look, dude, the the collab has been long overdue. I know P-Rod tried to get a shoe with him. I think they did one called the... What was it called? uh, What was it called? The J-Rod. Because he had his first shoe come out. Now, I don't... Off top, I don't remember if they actually put a few out. But I think he did, like, a friends and family one shoe. And and a few of them are floating around. uh, Where it has, like, the Jumpman logo on the tongue. The elephant... Uh, print it it looks it's a very nice looking shoe but he never got to do one and i'm like fuck man if anybody got to do one it was that guy you know but i get it you know and you know jordan doesn't give a shit dude about he's like yeah cool just fucking send me the money dude they could be making fucking shoes for dogs or cats and jordan be like yeah fuck it as long as i get the check dude smoking a cigar he's like fucking make aquatic michael jordans i don't care make flipper jordans I don't give a shit dude and you know people would be buying them they're like no dude i actually took up scuba diving (laughs) dude motherfuckers would be saying anything dude just to cop the most stupidest shit you know they're like no dude i'm getting the scuba threes man like jordan scuba threes like i'm I'm gonna do i'm gonna do snorkeling i've been wanting to get into snorkeling you live in detroit guy yeah, 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 bro, I'm going on vacation soon to the Poconos, like, I want a scuba dive, you know, it's like dude, anything, and you know, Jordan's just like, did you just send me the check, what, what are we talking about, I don't even think they consult this guy anymore like, it's like, yeah just run my shit, send me the check, like Jordan's too fucking busy to be doing any of that bullshit, you know <laughs> I mean, dude, with all the shoes they're putting out now like, fucking Super Mario shoes uh, Red Wing boots, it's like, we have all lost the sanctity of like what a shoe or what things are they're like no 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 just collab with a cartoon collab with a video game send it to print and make a million you know <laughs> because people will buy them and i feel like they only did that because the astro astro boy boots came out and they were, and then fucking nintendo was like hey i mean we could fucking you know we could sell a mario shoe like dude if i see anybody with the mario shoe i'm gonna fucking squish you like a goomba okay <laughs> dude i'm gonna jump up i'm gonna squish you like a goomba don't wear those dude whatever you do if you okay if you're buying them to put them on a shelf fine but if if i see you in public with them guy i'm squishing you like a goomba and it's facts <laughs> oh man but yeah i mean shout out to nike sb putting out those Uh, those jordan shoes about 10 years late when they really would have been appreciated but i guess they're appreciated now fuck it people are gonna buy them either way it's jordan it's easy it's just like take a shit throw a jordan logo on it you have shit sold right there super easy dude i was talking to my wife we were eating dinner and i don't know we we conversate about uh, you know, our day and everything and and some sometimes random shit will just come up. We'll just, you know, we'll discuss the day and then t- the topics of the day or the week or whatever. But this particular time, this particular dinner, uh, <laughs> I forgot how we got into it, but I was talking about this one time I was working at Zoomies and it was the first time our store was going to have, um, an event, right? So, usually, Zoomies would do, like, pro skateboarders, uh, pro BMXers, snowboarders, uh, TV personalities, like, that are in the, you know, in that industry, there'd be, and I think now they're doing, like, sort of, like, online personalities, you know, streamers, YouTubers, all those types of people. Anyways, I mean, it's typically with people who are, like, they're affiliated with when it comes to, like, selling clothing, you know, they'll do a in-store signing maybe a demo i think they used to do demos back in the day but they stopped doing those and so this particular time my store had gotten chosen for a tv personality to come (laughs) and sign and so the tv personality was ridiculousnessnessness is own chanel west coast correct How were the good graces of Chanel West Coast about to bless our store, you ask? Well, um, I don't know if she had something going on, I think, at this time. um, I don't know, maybe she had like a CD out or something. Um, I know she had, what was it? she had started like a rap career and then i don't know i don't know if, it, if that was at this time uh, i was trying to think back to what it was but i can't remember so anyways she was coming to corpus right to uh, to do a signing and the the week's i think we had like a month like months notice ahead of like hey start i think it was like two months or something or a month and a half i don't know start prepping start hyping uh you know put signage uh, they gave us little flyers to put in bags I mean dude we were we were getting the word out really good um <laughs> dude i uh, like oh man i don't know this for sure this could be a fabricated like memory but i want to say <laughs> like we were even trying to reach out to local news they like anyways dude i can't even cuz But, you know, it was our job to, like, hype it up. So, look, dude, I I can talk shit about my city because I'm from here, right? You could do that with your place, wherever you decide to reside. But I had a feeling. Something in me told me it's not going to happen. Because for some reason, dude, if it's something cool, it just can't happen here again. You could say this about any city that you live in that you're from you could be like oh this I'm pretty sure people are like Houston sucks and they're from Houston or they're like Dallas sucks and they're from Dallas so it, you can talk shit about your you know where you, your city that you choose to live in and everybody does it so I had this little inkling this little feeling as I do from time to time I said to myself I have a feeling she's going to cancel because why would she want to come here You know, like, obviously she's, you know, they they asked her. She agreed. At this point, she had managers just from, like, being Rob Dyrdek's assistant. Like, she, I mean, dude, literally was Rob Dyrdek's assistant and then just had had her her own, you know, kick-started her own career. Ah, Maybe from help from him, too. But either way, Uh. So she, she she was set to come dude and people it was like a week before okay so a week before she was set to be there I go man something tells me she's going to cancel 2 days before the event dude they call us and they go hey she's going to cancel she has a scheduling conflict I go like this no she fucking doesn't because she's chanel west coast okay look she's not fucking brad pitt or she's not you know somebody who doesn't he's not elon musk before we even knew who elon musk was at the time i would understand if elon musk said sorry i can't go i can't go sign at zoomies i have a, a scheduling conflict so like i can't really go so I'm, I'm sorry i'd be like dude yeah of course you're running many businesses." You're fucking all over, I get it, Elon, no fucking sweat, dude, but you're gonna sit here and you're gonna tell me Chanel West Coast, okay, famed young money rapper (laughs) slash co-host of a TV show, Ridiculousness, was too busy to fly, to get on an airplane where the airplane does all the work, probably get in a car from a driver, the driver does all the driving step out into our c-grade mall and just sign a couple of photos for two hours no you know what it was she was like what do i have coming up yeah i'm not gonna do that which is under fucking standable because yeah i get it you don't want to go to a mall signing and and uh, and, you know we're a small city so i'm pretty sure she thought like it was going to be kind of whack as it turns out actually we had hyped this thing up so much that now we had to tell everybody. <laughs> we had to backtrack all the work we did. And let me tell you something. On the day that she was supposed to be there. We literally had groups of people coming in. And we were like, I'm sorry. She cancelled. Did it hurt her likeness here? Absolutely, fucking literally, dude. Like, <laughs> people were like, man, fuck her. <laughs> like, I was like, damn. But honestly, I mean, I get it. Like you know, you, we, we did all this groundwork to hype up her being here because, you know, we wanted a, a really good turnout. And then for her just to cancel, I mean, it's kind of shitty, you know, again, how busy could you be? Um, I a hundred percent believe it was just like, she didn't want to come, which is like, dude, if she had said that, I'd be like, yeah, I fucking totally get it. Yeah. We, of course we, I mean, look, we were already looking at she's like sideways. Like, what was the difference if you just told the truth? So, but what was funny, dude, about the story that I was telling my wife was, yeah, it sucked to tell these people, like, it was canceled, people were bummed, dude, like, kids were coming in with shirts, custom shirts, like, they were so excited, oh, get this, uh, as a, um, as a consolation prize, right, uh, our company was like, hey, look, Young and Reckless is gonna be sending a bunch of, uh, clothing and accessories and socks and hats and all that stuff if somebody comes in specifically asking that they were there to see chanel west coast give them this product now dude another sidebar you ever try to give away clothing that nobody wants dude uh look people will take free shit all the time, anytime, but there was a few people who we were like, oh, I'm so sorry, you didn't get to meet Chanel West Coast, I'm I'm pretty sure you're bummed about that, would you like a Young and Reckless hat, and some of them said no, some of them were like, nah, I'm good, I mean, damn, dude, you can't even give that shit away for free, like, what's up, but, of course, some people were like, I'll take it, I'll fucking, it's a hat, and it's like, yeah, but it's just gonna sit in your room, you know, squished under a fucking, a tv console or a or what do you call those things like a tv whatever you wouldn't give a shit about it because it's a free young and reckless hat or you know what i mean so um so they were like yeah if they, if they come in and they're asking for it, give give them this consolation for like okay sure some people did other people were like and we just i think we just ended up giving away that shit because we we're like yeah we don't we nobody there wanted to wear it i mean look I'm pretty sure obviously there was a successful Business for a little bit but it's like come on dude Like young and reckless a T-shirt or any hats Or socks or anything come on It's not It's for a specific group and and You know you, you, when you see them wearing it you're like Yeah that makes sense So So people are coming in dude And they're like They're fucking bummed But <laughs> This It was two people, right? There was two people who came in there really, like... I was like, what did you want to do? Like... And I've never seen these two people since. So I, I highly believe that, you know, they either came from out of town. Obviously, I mean, we had people... Uh, oh, that's another thing. Like, the surrounding cities to us who had uh, Zoomies were also promoting this fucking gig. So it was like, dude, people drove... From fucking different cities to get to meet her, dude. And anyways, you know. So, these two guys showed up. One of them was a magician, and another was a juggler. (laughs) Look, magicians. I feel like when you're in the setting to watch magic, it's the coolest thing. But when you're on the street and you're like, I'm a magician, uh, dude. I'm. Like, I'll be nice, but I'm laughing dead and, like, I'm dying laughing in my head because I'm like, why would you tell anybody that? Like, why would you offer up that information so fast? Like, I'd just be like, yeah, I work at a job or something. I don't know. I wouldn't say, like, I'm a magician by trade. So these guys come in separate times. But for some reason, the first one to come in is the juggler, okay? The juggler's like, hey, where's where's, uh, Chanel West Coast? And I was like, well, dude, unfortunately uh she had to cancel she had a scheduling conflict which conflicted with her not wanting to fucking be here so uh so yeah she's not here the guy's like oh man (laughs) he goes I wanted to show her my juggle (laughs) dude he said he said those words I wanted to show her my juggle (laughs) so I said okay well dude I'm sorry she's not here And then he proceeds to give us a preview. Like, again, I was like, oh, man, yeah, sorry. You know, it sucks. And he's like, well, he goes, well, can I show you? And I was like, I don't know what you expect to happen here. Like, I'm not. This isn't America's Got Talent. Like, I'm not going to fucking send you on to the next round, guy. And so then he starts juggling in front of me. I mean, what am I going to tell this guy, you know? And so uh, we give him, like, hacky sacks. And he's, like, juggling. He's all, hand me another. And, he, you know, and. (laughs) so the magician comes in and, and while the juggler's still here he's like what was funny was like they almost didn't believe us or like people were just hanging around because they were like maybe she'll show or i don't know what they were hoping would happen but like no she wasn't there people literally stayed in like or maybe they were just like well fuck like i i blocked out my whole day for this and it's it's super shitty man like if you cancel a month out, that's understandable. Two weeks, man, like, I would even give you two weeks, like, a job you're about to quit. Like, you give us two weeks, you're not coming, that's better, you know? But, like, literally two or three days before the event, she cancels. I was like, oh, that's shitty. Um, but, yeah, dude, the magician, of course, he the same thing. He's like, oh, we're, we're Chanel. And I'm like, unfortunately, she had to cancel. And we told so many people this. Oh, man, it's like, I wanted, to, I wanted to do a magic trick for her, and again, it's like, dude, these guys have to perform or something, because the, the guy was like, well, can I show you what I was going to do for her, and I don't know why I'm the guy to fucking everybody wants to show shit to, maybe I'm just too nice, or so I'm like, sure, <laughs> so then he starts, he's like, you know, he's doing card tricks, he's like, pick a card, I'm like, alright, and of course, I'm like, if you do this, I know you're going to do it right, bro, why don't you fucking why don't you do the card and then you go like open your wallet and then the cold the fucking card is folded in there you know what i mean like some david blaine shit if you're just gonna i know you're gonna guess this right you've been working on this forever i know the gig you know like do something different you're like is this your card and as you do he's like cutting his a piece of his flesh and then he puts his two fingers in to pull out a card and it's like is this your card i'm like yeah oh fuck yeah that's my card holy shit but, no, they're just doing basic shit, and I don't know. Anyways, I thought that was hilarious. I, I Somehow my brain had, like, put that on ice, and then me, when me and my wife were talking about something, dude, I just remember it all started to defrost, and I was like, this is fucking, this is amazing. I just wanted to <laughs> talk about it. And uh, never schedule Chanel West Coast for anything, because she will most likely cancel. Unless, of course, oh, yeah I remember she got into, like, a... Oh, Charlemagne, right? Sharp, perfect person to do this with. They were on ridiculousness, and Charlemagne was on there. And then I guess the conversation—I don't know if the conversation came up, or Charlemagne like willingly put up that he was like, "I don't think he's like, yeah, like you're you're not good, like you're not good as a rapper," uh, and. Uh, Dude, he was he was giving her the business, which what, dude he does that to some of the biggest rappers, you know what I mean? People who are selling out arenas. He's like, Yeah, I think you're whack, you know? <laughs> and it's like, fuck. Like, and and so I don't know why she thought she was gonna be any different. So there she goes, she was fighting for her position. She's like, Whoa, 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 hold on. I have done songs with this person, this person, this person, where right, she's naming people, right? I'm like, oh yeah, well did you pay them to do the songs well guess what they liked the bag just like you and they did it for the bag all right I doubt Lil Wayne was like I fuck with Chanel West Coast so much uh well I guess he had signed her later or whatever but that I mean dude they signed Limp Biscuit and as much as I got love for Limp Bizkit, I mean come on there was a moment where they had lost Drake and Nikki and they were and they were like well fuck who do we sign now they were like Nah, bro, like, fucking sign Limp biscuit sign Chanel West Coast, let's put fucking, <laughs> let's put Carrot Top on. <laughs> dude, real quick, I want to, oh my god, I gotta find a list of who was signing Young Money. Um, because, dude, at one point, I was like, <laughs> there was some random people on there. There were, like, Emerald Agassi, like, the chef, I don't know, um... <laughs> oh my god, dude, random people were getting on there, and, and at the time, like, when Nicki and Drake were on there, and they were doing the whole, you know, that was, it was like, oh shit, this is a super group, they had some guy named Gutta Gutta, you know what I mean, like, that's just to show you this guy's fucking street, I mean, his name is Gutta Gutta, you know, like, when when you ask him, like, damn, like, what, like, why, where'd you get that name, he's all, I'm down to do the Gutta Gutta shit, and I was like, okay, fuck, and this guy's legit, um, Look at Christina Millie <laughs> like like she was like she had a song in like the early 2000s, and oh shit, okay, let's see uh, of course, there's uh, a... <laughs> they have some you know um really big acts on there, of course, you had gutta gutta that you know a little twist. Little twist. Lil Wayne, Mac Main. I always thought that, you know, convenient that they sounded they rhymed. Uh somebody named Lil Mafioso. Um alright. <laughs> uh let's see. T Streets Vice Versa. Okay, so here's where it gets here's where it gets interesting. these are their former acts. Austin Mahoney. Don't know who that is. Somebody named Boo. B-O-O, okay? Chanel West Coast. Now, this one's a goaded one, but he was, like, the the legit first person signing Young Money, which is a currency, so goaded. DJ Khaled, Drake, Glass... Oh, God. (laughs) There's a guy he signed named Glasses Malone. (laughs) Dude. Imagine... You go like you're like yeah what's up it's your boy glasses malone <laughs> like it sounds like a private investigator who just has big glasses and that's how he solves all his crimes like he's like I don't need a magnifying glass I have my glasses glasses malone dude a fucking pri- a pi from the f- 50s um, Kevin Rudolph, kid kid Lloyd O'Marion again PJ Morton Tyga Hi God. But no, dude, I know that at one point they had signed Limp Biscuit. Like Um Because then like <sighs> I forgot what happened. Like they had put out an album and then they pulled it off the shelf because it did so horribly or something. Um Yeah, so Yeah, so Fred Durst and Birdman explain why Limp Biscuit signed with cash money. That is fucking hilarious. Is there new? Is their newest album on Cash Money? That'd be so hilarious. Let me go to fucking Apple Music real quick. Limp Skyte. And when you find out what their what their where they got their name from, you're like, Jesus, guy. Um. No, sure Tone Records released their newest shit. Okay, so maybe they did what album did they do with young money or cash money? Nope. Flip interscope with their previous album. Let's see what this one came out on. This one came out on interscope. I, mean, I don't know. See, dude, but I, I never know when these people like they're on labels, but they start a music group within the label. So does that mean that they're the label? Like yet uh, what was it? Uh, what was fucking rick ross's it was a amg or me i don't know i forget yeah then he had cash money young money there was uh what was it called there was another one i'm drawing a blank on on these fucking side labels but yeah i never knew how that worked out but (laughs) dude and so Charlemagne was just dogging her dude like telling her like her shit was whack And it's like, of course it is, you know what I mean? Because, like, dude, look, white girls rapping, I'm sorry, it's just not good. You had, uh, Crayshon, you had Lil Debbie, those are like, oh, Iggy Azalea, like, those are your examples of popular white artists, and Iggy was fucking from Australia! You don't get any whiter than Australia, dude, and you're rapping, like, what the fuck? Like, I'm sorry, and because then, like, you would hear a rap, and then you're like, oh, okay, cool, female artist spitting, and then she's like, oh, I love kangaroos, oh, I love dang guys, oh, I love, you know, it's just like, okay, she's fucking Australian, and she raps, okay, whatever, T.I., good job, I guess, you know, just fucking, where'd you find that, you know? Um Like, they had a moment, though, that's the weird thing, is like, white female rappers had a moment for like, two, three years and then it was just like, okay, yeah, well, we're done with that, that's cool, it it was a quirky thing we did, or quirky, you know, not quirky, but quirky, sounds the same, right, I don't know, Um, so yeah, they had a moment, and then everybody was like, nah, we're gonna go ahead and just go over here now, thanks, though, (laughs) like, you can't pay anybody to see any one of those artists right now, like, Dude, I don't care what the fuck she says. And this is not a hate on Chanel West Coast. It's just that, like... It's just like, bitch, just show up for your fucking signing. You know what I mean? What was it going to cost you? Pretty sure they paid you to go. So, what? you know... They were going to pay you to go. So what was the difference? Get that bag. I guess you weren't really about that bag. You know what I mean? If you, if you fucking canceled. But... Like, honestly, seriously... If somebody was like, I will sell... No, I will give you these Chanel West Coast concert tickets... And 10 grand, but you have to say the whole concert. I feel like most people be like, how long's the concert? They're like, it's two hours. You're like, fuck. You know, I, now obviously people would take the 10 grand. I'm not fucking, I'm not an idiot, but I'm just saying still you can't give these fucking tickets away. <laughs> Horrible example, but still nobody wants to go see a, nobody wants to go see that dude. <laughs> like there's that funny, clip what is it i I don't even know they've used it over so many uh, over those female white rappers where they're like uh it's uh sway in the morning and somebody had just did a freestyle i think the original was like little debbie or something but they always played over like the 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 one that stuck to the most is an iggy azalea freestyler she's like and we shop in and we drop in and we and we lop in (laughs) and watched the movie yesterday they had dennis hopping in there and I don't know. She she was just saying some shit, and then it cuts to some guy calling. He's like, "Yo, what's up? You live on the radio." The guy's all, "Hey, man, get that shit off the fucking airwaves!" And then everybody's like, "Hey, wait, calm down." It's like, but he's right, dude. Look, sometimes these people get a pass, and we let them. We go, "Okay, let's see what you got." And then they got an album in them, and then that's it. And some of them aren't, you know, ready. uh, They can't admit that it's over, or like they had a moment. I don't even think, uh, what's her name, had a moment, but dude, Charlemagne fucking roasted the fuck out of her on that, and she was trying to defend him, and was like, come on, dude, like, it was Charlemagne, what'd you expect, also, don't bring up your rap career in front of him, he's gonna fucking dog you, like, heavy, like, if there's one thing I would do around Charlemagne is ask him, hey, how do you like the sound, or, like, I wouldn't be like, or even this, I'd be like, Charlemagne, how do you like the podcast, I would never fucking ask him, I don't, because he's gonna give you truth that you never even thought existed, like, I, look, if you don't like the podcast, that's completely fine, you can always tune off, tune, what what, what was the fucking motto, it was a uh, salute me or mute me, shout out Wale for that one, but it's, it's like, I wouldn't intentionally go and ask somebody, what do you think about the podcast, because I know what they probably think, like, it's bad, I'm like, sure, I get that, <laughs> thanks for the 30 second listen, but you know, I get it, so to fucking bring up to charlemagne like what do you think about my rap career i mean come on dude you were asking for that that's all i'm gonna say you know man um i get into these uh i always do this and and, you know if you're a listener of the pod you know your boy you're an avid uh avid listener of the pod i get dude youtube algorithms will make me into some weird shit like at one point it was like these uh i was <laughs> i was watching these sort of like uh i guess scary stories that ended up being real and like i was obsessed with listening to them but to the point where i was fucking scared <laughs> like because all the stories were like so eerie dude like just eerie situations that happen to be real fuck no i'm out of there and then then I started doing like then I started watching, uh, cop videos and like how cops were would, um, how cops were misusing the law or, or how they were conducting the law was incorrect and, and then somebody would explain over like the cops should have done this and the and the civilian should have done you know was right was in his rights to do this and then I mean you see some straight out of pocket shit where you're like. Like you know, when cops, um like say they want to search your vehicle, and uh, they go, they go, they ask you, like, "Hey, can I search your vehicle?" And you refuse, they'll go, like, "Well, I have to get a dog out here." You go, "Sure, that's fine." I got nothing high. But a, a trick that I learned that they do is that they'll tug on the dog's necklace to make it look like the dog found something, and so, but see how fucking loopholeish is is the law if the The way that a cop gets to fucking get what he wants is that he sort of has to tug at a leash, and that's all good. Like, bro, what the? We should have a fucking heart monitor on the dog, or like a fucking Apple Watcher on this motherfucker's neck to be like his pulse is rising. He said we gotta have some sort of fucking data that says like yes, the dog for sure, you know, smelled something. But like the all a cop has to do is tug at it, and and they can be like oh he found something, and it's like. Dude, can we get some fucking mobile judges out here? Can we get a mobile jury out here to see if this motherfucker's well within his rights? And, dude, on some of these, you're like, oh, but they wear body cams now. You're like, yeah, but, dude, some of them, in some cases, would turn it off. And in one specific case, this guy uh, was planning, this cop was planning drugs on people. And he would turn his uh, body cam off, plant the drugs, turn it back on. And then, oh, I found the drugs. And nobody... And he did this for like, I don't even know how many arrests, but nobody put together that this, that the camera was going off at the moment he was about to search the vehicle. Like, and he timed it out too, because those body cams, when you you turn them off, they're not like GoPros, they don't automatically turn off. You have to wait like a minute, I think exactly a minute, and then it shuts down. And the same thing, you turn it on, it takes about a minute, and then you can, you know, this guy was fucking writing his own play on on planning drugs, dude. So, so many people got arrested, and finally, I think on one, like, they decided to investigate this one because whatever, um, the lady fought it because he had planted crystal meth on her, and the, the dude got arrested fucking thankfully. But, like, how many people went to jail because this motherfucker wanted to make arrest? He was literally only doing this to, like, get promoted, You know, like how fucked up is it that this guy can do that with the incentive? Like, we'll give you a promotion if you just arrest more people. What do you think that guy's going to do? He's going to arrest more people on some bullshit, dude. So when you say like, oh, I have to bring the dog out here and all they have to do is pull in the net. Can we get some sort of like, you know, Apple Watch on this dog or something? I mean, I know there's better technology out there. I'm just saying like right now, Apple Watch seems to have the best technology when it comes to fucking heartbeat and all that stuff, saving lives and shit. But, um, yeah, so that was my other obsession, and, um, like, I did that for, like, a month, I get on these algorithm, um, these algorithm, what do you call it, like, binges, and for some reason, dude, for some reason, I went to, like, claw machine videos Like, people winning, like, uh, different types of games where you can win, like, a laptop, an iPhone, fucking Nintendo Switches, PlayStation Fives, like, these really, like, intense uh, claw machine games. And then I stumbled upon coin-pushing games, I guess, that they have in, um, uh, like, Vegas or something. I don't know where this is at. Dude... But a buy-in for some of these, I watch a guy who's like, the buy-in was $5 million. I go, hold on, hold on. You put a five mil? who are you? You put a 5 million, and he has multiple videos, like th- this was a, a $10 million buy-in. This was a 15, but now this guy isn't like, he doesn't sound like he's a flashy guy. He doesn't sound like, yeah, whatever, five million, I'd much fucking put it down and give it to me. No, no, no. This guy sounds like he's all well, guys. I'm back. And, uh, well, let's see. Um, um th- this was a five million dollar buy in. I got 50 quarters and, uh, yeah, let's see if we can get something moving here. And, uh, you know, uh, if you like the show, go ahead and click the, click the thumbs up and turn on notifications. But I gotta say, with the risk of 10 to 5, whatever, I think he did one, the most he ever did was like 25 million, dude. But the coin, I don't know if you ever play the coin pusher machines, they're kind of fucking annoying. You know, when you go to play them, you, you drop coins in, it's supposed to push the coins down, and then it pushes more coins down, and you can win a prize. Dude, no, the coin pusher game this motherfucker is playing is like an art. Like, it's an art installment. They stack the quarters. They stack uh, casino chips. They have little uh, plates, uh, little things of gold and plastic. They have bags, like little secret bags um, with uh, more special options in there. They have little dice in there. And whichever, uh, whatever dice you, uh, whatever the dice rolls on inside the game, you can multiply your money by that. Uh, They have gold dice, which multiplies your gold. It's all insane, it's it's crazy It's um, And so the buy-in is $5 million, But you still have the you, you have the What do you call it? You have the opportunity to win that back plus more And then I'm just like Where the fuck is this guy playing? I, I Like I, I need to know Not that I was going to go But I'm just saying like, Who carries that much cash And how the fuck does he take it out of there? That's probably rich people shit, right? I, I don't know too much about that But fuck, dude five like I you got to check it out it's like I can't and I'm literally like if a man because the stakes are so high like he drops the quarters and it's like that thing where you're like fuck you should have dropped them over here like you it's like you're playing but not really because you don't have five million dollars to put up (laughs) dude it's insane I don't know that's what I'm on right now and uh I try I'm like don't get into it because it's, it's a waste of time. Because they're like 15 minute videos. And sometimes I'm like, I cannot give a good excuse for, you know, uh, watching this. But, dude, when he wins, when all those fucking coins and, and casino chips fall, some gold fall, it's kind of fucking exciting. I got to say, like, it's, it's a little bit of an adrenaline rush because you're like, it sounds stupid. Stay with me. But it almost feels like you're winning. Okay, I said it and I regret it. But still, dude. <sighs> that's what the algorithm pitched to me, and that's what I'm taking, I guess. I don't know. It's all right, though. But, um, that's gonna end it for me this week, man. I, um, I gotta say, work has been really tough lately, and, uh, getting these Fs has been a little harder. But, man, when I, uh, I, uh, I finally got to record one, I was, it, it, like, I got this excitement, and I got this, like, happiness, like, burst. To, to kind of remind me why I love doing this and why I'm gonna keep doing it <clears throat> and so look dude we're, we're like a young show I don't know if this is what it's gonna be forever but dude stick around listen and let's fucking let's do this together you know kind of cheesy again but you know stick with me dude um yeah rate review it man wherever you're listening to uh, the podcast if you could you know it helps out maybe I don't know but if it takes nothing fucking why not um Yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening. I'll see you next week. Later.